Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and most importantly, everyone else, thank you so much for tuning in to yet another episode of The Real Couple. Um, seriously, um, we are up to, amongst all of our uh, episodes we've recorded so far, I think we're in like the 80s or something of like times people, people have listened. Um, apparently we've got something like 23, 25 um, like people who have listened. Um I, I cannot say, put into words, how much that means to both of us. Um, seriously, the fact that people are actually taking the time to listen to us is is really, really awesome. I know for me personally, when we finally like sat down and we hit record and the mics were on and the headphones were on, I was, I was nervous as hell. Um, I was super excited, but it was still, you know, that, that concept of like creating something and then just putting it out there into the world and being like, hey, I made this, please like it. Um, so I don't know how you felt, but the fact that it's actually working is so cool to me. Yeah, super exciting. Um, but yeah, so getting into it. Um, yeah, this is The Real Couple. We review movies. And so because of that, we went and saw a movie. Um, what did we go see, Paige? We went and saw Disney's Jungle Cruise today. Um, saw it in theaters because we do things right. Um, Some yeah. things. Um, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Disney. But uh, if you want me to watch it on Disney Plus, make it as good as WandaVision. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, if it's a movie, we're going to go try to see it in theaters. Um, so yeah. Um, to start us off, uh, initial reaction. What would you think? I liked it. It was not the greatest. <coughs> Sorry. You can't cough while we're recording. Cut it out. No one wants to hear that. They want to hear us talk about movies. They want to hear us talk about risky business. <laughs> and they want to hear our opinions of... What Jungle else Jungle Cruise? Yeah, Jungle <laughs> Cruise. And we also did Black Widow and um, whatever the other one was. Space Jam? Space, yeah, yeah. People don't want to hear you cough. They want to hear our thoughts on Space Jam. You didn't think it was the best. Um, neither did I. Um, it was entertaining for two hours, though. Yeah, yeah. Um, for my money, uh, yeah, I. The the more I saw of the trailers, the more worried I became. However, I did still go in with this sense of like. I, I really want this to be good. So I, I did have high expectations, even though I was quite certain they wouldn't be met. And if I'm being completely honest, they weren't met. Um, I I don't regret seeing it. I don't hate it. If anyone's ever like, hey, Dallas, I'm going to torture you. I'm going to tie you to this chair and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to stick bamboo needles under your fingernails and also gonna force you to rewatch Jungle Cruise. I'm gonna be like, one of those is far worse than the other. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm, I'm fine with the movie, guys. So, yeah, not the worst thing. Um, I did enjoy it, but it, it definitely could have been better. Expectations. What kind of movie were you expecting? I think because it had the rock in it, I was expecting a Jumanji-type film. And I feel like that's kind of what was delivered. So I think overall, this movie did meet my expectations. It's definitely not going to win any Oscars. 
or anything like that. But, um, you know, I wasn't like bored or hating my time in the theater or anything like that. So definitely met expectations. Did not exceed, but met. Uh, during the credits, you did comment on the pacing of the movie. What do you think of the pacing? Uh, it felt very slow in the middle to me. Um, yeah, there was definitely a time during the movie that I checked my watch. I'm like, wow, we've only been in here for an hour. Like, it feels like we've been in here for two already. Like, let's get to some action. But yeah, it's which, uh, I, I do admire when movies give me time to like get to know the, the characters. Um, I don't know if it's because all of his movies seem slow, but for some reason there is just this, like, when, um, like, Quentin Tarantino has scene after scene after scene where it's like, nothing's going to happen here except for people talking to each other, and because of that, you're really going to feel like you've gotten to know them by the end of the movie. I'm fine with it. And so he has slow-ass movies that I really, really like because they're slow, because I get to know the characters. A lot of other movies, and I guess writers um, by extension, when they have slow scenes where it's just like people getting to know each other and stuff, it just feels like it kind of slows down the movie. Um, And this, I would definitely say, is is one of those. Um, But uh, yeah, it didn't ruin the movie. But yeah, I I agree. There were some pacing issues. Um, But uh, so do we want to get into the summary? Yeah, so the IMDb summary says it's based on Disneyland's theme park ride where a small riverboat takes a group of travelers through a jungle filled with dangerous animals and reptiles, but with a supernatural element. Yeah, yeah. I I actually uh, feel like that's a decent summary. Um, But uh, yeah, so we we start out with... um, one of the it's it's kind of a cliche but i'm fine with it you know where the uh first scene kind of shows you the the mystical element and a narrator sort of like long ago in ages past there was an ancient fruit how most disney movies in the past decade have started yeah so (laughs) many um beginning of black panther it's like baba tell me a story from long ago and he's like okay once a shit ton of vibranium hit the earth <laughs> and then the black panther ate well, and a raya flower started for that some way reason. Too. What? Raya and the last Yes. Lost Dragon? Um, last Dragon? Raya and the Last Dragon. Last yeah. Dragon. Um But uh yeah, so it starts out with that, which works just fine. Um and then right after that, I believe, is when we meet uh Emily Blunt and her brother's character. Um I, I other than Frank, I remember zero names of this entire film. <laughs> um, McGregor is the brother. That's right. Who's Emily Blunt? Lily. Li- you can't forget that I name. That's our Lily. dog's name. That is our dog's name. She's bored as hell. <laughs> but, uh, so yeah. Um, then we meet uh, Lily and McGregor. Um, McGregor is uh, talking to big association of people um clearly giving the same spiel that uh, emily blunt gave months ago but apparently he's just like a distraction while she goes on this like weirdly it, it felt like um like a side quest stealth mission from a video game where it's like get from this part of the room to this part of the room with none of these yeah 
characters who just like walk around in like a preset path just uh, uh, as like security characters or whatever. So yeah, it felt like a, a level from a video game until all of a sudden she had what she was looking for and it became one of the most ridiculous scenes I've ever seen. It, it felt like someone watched a scene from the first Mummy movie where Evie, I think, um, she like gets stuck on this ladder like standing up and she's like trying to figure out what to do. It, this felt like that scene, except if someone watched that scene, then did 17 lines of coke, and then went, I'm gonna make a scene for this new Jungle Book movie, let's go right now. <laughs> Jungle Cruise movie, not Jungle Book movie. Oh my gosh, I made that same mistake a couple days ago. But um, I feel like this scene where Lily is going after the arrowhead um, is the first time we get to see her character's quirkiness. Which I personally loved um, because you get to see that she's like, you know, willing to go after whatever she wants. Dallas didn't quite love her as much as I did, but I very much enjoyed her sassiness, her spiciness, um, and her willingness to just uh, jump in and get her hands dirty and get what she wants. yeah, um, I, I liked her quirkiness. Um, she did seem very much like a Mary Sue to me, um, which I'm. I feel like normally I'm able to see Mary Sue characters in movies and just like, eh, it's fine. You know, it, it, let her be good at a few things. Whatever, I don't care. Like I, a lot of people complain that Ray from Star Wars is very much a Mary Sue. I get their complaints. For me, it doesn't. It doesn't bother me. Um, however. It seemed like she was relentlessly the best person in the world at tons and tons of skills. To the point where it also seemed like she just got lucky in ways that she knew she would. Like, uh, at some point, um, The Rock is trying to fix his... Frank is trying to get his engine to work. And she's like, have you tried kicking it? And he's like, no, no, no. I know my engine. I know what it needs. And then she kicks it, and it works perfectly. (laughs) And he just sort of has to give her this look of like, oh, how did you do that? And she gives him this look of like, don't you know, I'm the main female character. (laughs) So, yeah. Backing up a little bit from that, Mm -hmm. uh, the reason she needs this arrowhead is because this is like the key to getting a uh, tear of the moon, which is a petal off of a tree somewhere in the Amazon. Uh, that is able to cure any illness or disease or curse. Um, And people have been searching and searching for uh, this tree uh, for hundreds of years. And the arrowhead is really the key to finding the tree. So she wants it because she's a botanist and wants to help cure the world. Uh, But there's also this German guy that's going after it because he wants to use it to rule the world. Uh, So it's basically kind of a chase movie of them trying to basically converge on this tree and get one of these petals uh, so that they can live out their dreams. Yeah, um, which I gotta say, German guy, so out of nowhere. Like, I, I... don't yeah. really understand what brought him into the story. He said he could win the war with it. Are we talking like, what war? Well, it says the Great War. 
when we first see McGregor giving his um, uh, spiel to the association, it says like three years into the Great War. So I think oh, that's I World War that. One. I. I missed that. Um, also, just uh, I mean, we haven't done too much damage so far, but a spoiler alert is in place. So, um, which. At first, I was like, eh, I don't really feel like there's just going to be too many spoilers in this. Until one scene, and I was like, that's a huge reveal. So, if you haven't seen it yet, uh, within Did the next... Did I already spoil it? No, no. Oh, okay. Um, within the next few minutes, uh, we're going to give away a huge portion of the story. Um, but yeah, so, German guy, completely out of nowhere. <laughs> Um, so out of nowhere and, like, and in a submarine too he has a submarine did they have that, submarines in world war one maybe i'm gonna have to look that up ha, i i don't know the logistics of getting a submarine into the amazon yeah right <laughs> like that would take a long time to get from germany which correct me if i'm wrong but i think germany's landlocked isn't it Oh my gosh, I think so. <laughs> Down to Brazil. Yeah, um, so what? That that was odd. Um, but like even before that, when um, uh, Lily gets away with the heart, the arrowhead, spoiler, <laughs> um, when she gets away with the arrowhead, um, the, the guy from the association is just like, oh, sorry, Prince Jledemil or whatever. And he turns around and is like, you said my name? And then he kills everyone. Yeah, what was Making that? Making it seem like he's going to be obsessed with his name for the rest of the movie. And never again does he give a flying shit about his name. And not only is he like, you told other people my name and you mispronounced my name. And then he corrects the guy. And then I think we're led to believe he kills him. I don't know. I don't um, even know. But yeah, so that was all odd. Finally, after this scene, we get to meet uh, Frank. Yes, the Rock's character. Yeah, Dwayne, Dwayne the Rock, the Rock Johnson's Johnson. character. Um, he is the river cruise guide that... Or jungle cruise guide, jungle if we're wanting to be technical. Yeah. <laughs> wow, we're doing really good with the we're, name we're of this so movie good. today. Oh my gosh. Um, Disney, pay us. We're doing such a good us. job. We are killing it right now. <laughs> Go. Uh, so, Emily Blunt, or Lily drags her brother McGregor all the way down to Brazil. Um, again, I don't really know how they get there, but they end up there. Um, Actually, and... that was something I'm, I am I need to look into because they arrive on a train that says 61 on the front. And the way they filmed the 61 on the front of the train and the font that the 61 was in, it felt like it may have been... Either a reference to the trains that go around Disneyland, oh, or yeah. it, it seemed like a reference to something. I'll have it to look into is. it. Probably is. Yeah, uh, it, it seemed like an easy thing to reference. Yeah. So if the sixty one wasn't a reference, I feel like that's a bit of a missed opportunity. Like could have been. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, they get to Brazil. They meet Frank, um, who is pretending to be. Paul Giamatti's character. Yeah, what's his N Nino? name? Nilo. Nilo. Um, because Frank is poor and Mr. Nilo had given his boat an engine and he couldn't pay him back. So Nilo took the engine back from Frank and, you know, 
hilarity ensues. Yeah. Um, um, which Paul Giamatti, great actor, has been in some awful movies over the years. But I feel like he always does a decent job, at least with his character. If his character's written poorly, you know, he's not going to make it a great character. But I always feel like he does a good job performing the character he's playing. Um, and I felt like... And this is the same. Yeah. 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 Um, I definitely feel like he did a good job. Um, I don't think that he he was given a bad character. I don't feel like oh, he was no. given a bad script. Um, but when it came to his accent, his mannerisms, his um, his look, I, I liked watching him during the movie. Yeah, so. me too. I really liked him. Um, even though he was like the bad guy. The, yeah, the scum guy. Um, the Watto character yeah. you know just that like dirty grimy i'm a businessman ugh, ugh, sort of guy and then the rock fights a cheetah or a jaguar nearly positive it's a leopard or a leopard one of the spotted cats or oh i i've kept thinking leopard may have been a jaguar i guess i don't oh i need to uh <laughs> yeah it's one of those it's definitely not a cheetah nearly positive um, definitely wasn't a lion or a tiger. Um, which, that was another thing. Of all the jungle cats in the Jungle Cruise, I think, I'm nearly positive the one that we see like in the Mayan temple in the ride is a Isn't tiger. Is it a panther? I'm nearly positive it's like a Bengal tiger. We're or just going to have to go on the ride again. It, we have to go on the ride. It, we shouldn't even be recording this yet. We should have gone we straight from the Disneyland theater to right Disneyland. Now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Disney, uh, f- we, we need to do more research on your movie. Send us Disney passes. Please and thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yes, they start their adventure. Um, one part that I thought was really funny was that Emily Blunt is like walking onto the the boat and she's like this is my bag and just has like this one little like leather duffel bag and her brother has all of these people carrying down all of these like big suitcases uh which i don't think dallas enjoyed as much as i did but i thought it was hilarious at first i thought they were writing uh the brother's character a bit as like a a relentless bitch (laughs) which Later on in the movie, it gets revealed. We've already done the uh, spoiler alert. Um, it's revealed that he is a homosexual and uh, and an out homosexual, which was a big thing. But when that happened, I definitely softened up to his character in a big way. Um, because suddenly it wasn't just that like, oh, I'm scared of everything. Oh, no. it's it's uh, It was more of like a, no, no, no. I'm the gay character. And I was like, oh. Okay, okay, I, I can respect that, all right. And I feel like this is the most direct that Disney has ever been with a homosexual character. I feel they like they made... They didn't ever a... come straight out and say it. Um, In this movie? Yeah. They, Not straight out. They hinted heavily. It's the kind of thing so I feel like... So that the adults in the audience knew, but mm-hmm. I don't think that like small children would pick up on yeah. it. I feel like uh, anyone like 12 and up. Yeah, because he talks about how he had to refuse three different women uh, proposals because his love lies elsewhere. Yeah. And how his family was 
basically disowning him except for his sister Lily and that's why he goes on all these crazy adventures with her because she has been so good and so loyal to him um which again just adds another layer to that character so he's not just the comic relief he's not just the gay character he's not just you know whatever there is a depth to him um yeah that adds Um, more of that emotional aspect that i really appreciated um yeah i i thought he was the scaredy cat for scaredy cat's sake um and making him the the gay character not saying that all gays are afraid of everything but it's that's kind of how they're portrayed in a lot of movies though yeah and um if someone if a character says i'm gay and then two scenes later they see a spider and start freaking i'm like okay yeah that makes sense with this it uh the homosexual reveal came after so cool um but uh yeah so he he's coming down the steps with all his luggage i don't know where the people carrying the luggage came from or went to because they seemed like employees he probably just paid them yeah they were probably just like working at the train station or something um but uh yeah so then they Go on this adventure with Dwayne Johnson. Um, they do... And that's when all the cringy dad jokes happen. A lot of them happen uh, when we first meet him. Because we first meet him just doing that's a true, jungle yeah. cruise mm-hmm. for a bunch of extras. Um, one of whom has a role in WandaVision. Oh, I did not Yeah, that. Uh, one of the um guys who uh it's it's the guy who plays the piano during the talent show and then wanda turns it into a two-dimensional like cardboard oh, cutout okay. of a piano yeah. and the guy just goes that was my mother's piano that's that's one of the guys on the cruise um haven't looked into this yet but i'm very good at this and i feel fairly certain about it so don't question me um, but uh yeah so um he we get so many of the classic jokes from the jungle cruise ride we uh there's the backside of water there's um uh it's limestone a lot of people take it for granted um bunch of jokes like that and all of the people on the boat do not find him at all funny which made it even funnier when the guy two rows in front of us found all of these lines hilarious It was so, like, that made the movie so much more enjoyable. Whenever The Rock would just give one of those terrible one-liners, a guy a few rows up just, oh, ha, 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 this is the height of comedy. Like, loved the guy. So funny. Um, so, yeah. Um, then, yeah, once, once the adventure starts, there are definitely a few more dad jokes um but they're like sprinkled throughout and i don't know about you but for me i found the sprinkling the dad jokes or the the jungle cruise jokes throughout the story worked a lot better than just dumping them all in one scene i agree um one really nice uh nod to the ride um Lily uh, keeps, like, looking through all of these documents and things of all these expeditions from over the years trying to find the Tears of the Moon. And one of the, like, most important expeditions that she ever found, or, like, all the maps come from one expedition, something like that, is the Expedition of Albert Falls, which, on the ride, 
there's a famous joke when you go past the waterfall, and it's like, oh yeah, these are the Cosmonaut Falls, named after the famous Albert Falls. And yeah, so as soon as they said Albert Falls, I was like, yes! Oh, that's that's a great reference. And And I liked that it was just very much Albert Falls. Some members of the audience got it, some people didn't, but we're already moving on. And there was no, like, wink, head nod, wait for the audience to pick up on it. It was just in the background. And I loved that. I, I wished they would um, put more of those in. Yeah. Um, I was really hoping for a moment when Lily was just like, no, we're going to find it. Everything's going to be okay, yada, yada, yada. And I really wanted The Rock to respond with, you know what? You're in denial. And just move on. <laughs> Because, yeah, there's a, um, a lot of people think we're in the Amazon rainforest, but we're actually uh, in northern Egypt. So if, if you don't believe me, well, you're in denial. And, yeah, that's one of my favorite jokes from Jungle Cruise, and it didn't make it into the movie, and I was very sad. Um, but, uh, yeah. And then we hit the middle of the movie mm-hmm. that I feel like was a little slow. You're basically just watching them, like, on a boat. Emily Blunt has a moving picture camera and she likes to draw and you can slowly see the seeds of romance being planted between Lily and Frank. I felt like there was a lot of setup for the moving picture camera without any... No payoff. No payoff, yeah. It was just like, yeah, she, she kept filming. Isn't that neat? <laughs> oh, and also the cheetah or jaguar or whatever kind of cat that was that The Rock fought earlier in the film turns out is actually his cat. Um, and it lives below deck. Yeah. And gets drunk from time to time. <laughs> <laughs> um, which, yeah, that's that's another thing. At some point, uh, Emily Blunt is like, nope, we need to go right. And he's like, nope, the rapids are to the right. We need to go left. And she's like, that'll take us in a much longer route. Let's go through the rapids. Um uh, yeah, very much she's very pro-danger and, like, I trust that you can get us through, so you will. Like, um, But at some point, they make it through the rapids, but they're on the wrong side of the river. And so they're going to go off the waterfall instead of down the serene left path. And so they have to turn the boat around and outrun a very strong current going off a waterfall in a boat... With an engine that looks like it was built about 200 years before engines existed. Um, uh, And this boat manages it. I'm sorry, but I have not seen a vehicle do something so outlandish since, like, a month ago when we saw (laughs) F9. Um, Okay, there is a backstory with a conquistador. Oh, yes. uh, Where this guy and his crew shipwrecked. And then almost died, and the natives saved them with Tears of the Moon. Mm-hmm. Apparently they have it, but only enough for this one crew. Um, and then the crew pisses them off, and they get cursed. I, uh, the rules and um, just terms of contract with this curse were so vague and inconsistent. Um, And there were so many times where suddenly new rules would just pop up so that the script could keep moving. 
where yeah. it was just like, well, no, 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 they're too far from the river. Based on what? I, like, <laughs> oh, well, they can't uh, see the river. I can see the river in the background of this shot right now. Well, no, it's that they're um, they're outside of sm- smelling distance of the river. Like, it was... <laughs> but yeah, every once in a while. And it, it felt like once they're out of a specific range, they can get X amount of feet away. And then they and have... And then the jungle pulls them back? Yeah. So what's the time frame before the jungle decides to yank the leash? Like, I think basically what the story was going for was they're cursed to always be on this river. Yes. They can't die. They can't move on with their lives. They are always just on this river in the Amazon because that is the curse. Yeah. Which... And then... (laughs) They've pissed off this tribe of natives and so their curse is they always have to be within the same zip code as the natives. (laughs) (laughs) I, I would curse you with literally anything else. Right? Like, I, I'm, Send them to like Siberia or something. Make somebody else deal with them. You really, like, you're cursed with this one thing. The only solution is found on this river. So you can never leave this river. What? Well, and then <laughs> German guy mm-hmm. somehow knows where to find these like 400 year old conquistadors that have been turned to stone by the jungle he knows exactly where to find them and he knows that river water is what can wake them up he knows so many oh maybe the curse is if you're no longer within sight of the river then you get turned to stone maybe that's what it is maybe because he woke them up with river water and like freed them and they were able to go do his bidding to go find the arrowhead and the and way to get thing. to the tears of the moon. In order to wake them, he had to drip river water on them. Yeah. They didn't have to see the river wa- water. They had to feel it. Oh my gosh, yeah. But when they're next to the river, they're not touching the river water. <laughs> they're just within eyesight of it. Uh, like, yeah. So, kind of a bizarre curse. Um, but also, when he wakes them up, they like are like half men and half jungle creatures. Yeah, like so the one guy is like made out of snakes. Mm-hmm. There's the one guy that's made, made out, of out of bees. Bees and like honeycomb, yeah. Yeah. And then the other guy is... Well, there's mud boy. Yeah. And then there's also tree root. Man. Yeah. Yeah. So there were at least four. And their power sets were bizarre. If you cut snake guy, a snake will immediately come out of the cut. Yeah. And also the cut will immediately heal. Um, One of them's bulletproof, I think. Um, The wax guy. Yeah, the the bee guy definitely gets shot in the head and then just like dumps it out of his ear. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that portion of his head will grow back. I don't don't know if... I mean, it, it seems like healing... If you can never die, healing is some sort of a factor here. Um, Wood guy can basically teleport. Like, yeah. he can control all trees everywhere, but also he's made out of trees. And then mud guy is just kind of there. Mud guy. To make things slippery. Mud guy is pretty much made out of air. <laughs> he, can, <laughs> he can be blown around. He can, yeah. Um, I will say that, like, 
the vibe that those four guys gave off reminded me of Pirates of the Caribbean when the pirates would get like hit by the moonlight and they would turn into skeletons. Yeah. It gave me that same kind of vibe. Some of them gave me... Uh, or also Curse like Davy Jones's crew. Very Davy Jones's crew. Yeah. Um, this movie does feel to me very much like Pirates of the Caribbean meets Jumanji. Yeah. Um, they couldn't. I, it feels like they couldn't quite decide if they wanted it to have like the serious dark tone of Pirates or the lighthearted jokey tone of Jumanji. And they hit somewhere in the middle. Um, well. I Okay. There's, I feel like there are movies that can hit in the middle. I think this movie, instead of hitting in the middle, decided to hit both. I agree. So because of that, it feels disjointed instead of happy middle ground. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Because there are scenes that get weirdly creepy. Um, We'll get to this later, but bizarrely sad. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, another, this is a nice transition. Right after the uh, Rapids scene, it shows Lily, her brother, and the Jaguar Cheetah Panther. It shows them puking. Like, oh, so gross. In a horrific amount. Like, so uh, with Lily, like, she throws her head off the side and you, like, just get, like, a few frames of it actually coming out of her mouth. Um, With the brother, you straight up see his profile and, like, it exits his mouth clear as day. And then the panther just pukes on the deck of the ship like it's an episode of Tosh.0. (laughs) (laughs) Because the panther, while they were going through the rapids... (laughs) drank a bottle of wine that had spilled and opened yeah um i I thought that disney's willingness to just show puke for the sake of a haha it it was so crazy to me um but uh so for me i laughed really hard (laughs) when they puked not because the puke was funny but because it seemed like just such a ridiculous idea from the people making the movie where they were like, hey, should we cut away yet? And someone on set was like, no, leave it in. What's wrong? (laughs) (laughs) You really don't think the Disney audiences don't want to see this? All right, right, curtain up. (laughs) Um, So, yeah. Um, So then as they're on their journey, they get captured by this tribe of, I don't even know. The natives. The natives. Yeah. That's the word I'm looking um, for. They, they call them headhunters. Yes. Um, which leads to a, a nice um, Jungle Cruise joke um, where uh, he talks about uh, this is headhunter territory, which is a terrible place to be headed. <laughs> um, which that was a fine line, but the follow-up was what made it for me. Emily Blunt says, uh, like... You need to turn it off, or, or, or like, not right now. Or yeah, something. not right now. And the Rock just uh, replies with, "I can't turn it off." <laughs> and it, I, I really liked that. Um, so yeah, they they meet the headhunters. Uh, the leader of the tribe is Trader Sam, which I really dug. Uh, Trader Sam is the final 
like animatronic on Jungle Cruise right as you're pulling back oh, into yeah. that area. And there's the famous line of like, hey, that's Trader Sam. He's the best in the business. Two of his heads for one of yours. It's a great deal. You always come out ahead. <laughs> and and so, yeah, uh, leader of the tribe is Trader Sam. Um, and as soon as they name dropped that, I was like, cool, cool, right on. Trader Sam in this is a female. And if you're going to gender bend any character, I, yeah, I'm not, I'm not offended by making Trader yeah. Sam female. Um, so I was fine with that. Um, so you're with this tribe who you think is about to behead this group. Um, they basically. Sorry, there's pause. a sound in the background. Our dog is uh, playing with a nice little toy. Our dog, Lily. Our dog, Lily. Yeah. <laughs> um, our, our pet is played by Emily Blunt. <laughs> surprise um so yes they're with the headhunters you think that they're like having to negotiate and frank is having to translate for lily and if you're reading the subtitles he's not translating at all correctly um and then you find out that this tribe and the way they act is all set up by frank and they're friends with Frank, and it turns out that they're, like, great people, and they're super helpful. And yeah. Um, which They're not at all scary. Um, by this point in the movie, they have established that Frank is constantly lying and, and has schemes set up and stuff. And uh, when it gets brought up that these guys um, are actually working with him... He's got a very, hey, I'm sorry, I have uh, I have it worked out where every time I bring a jungle cruise down river, they do this, and it's crazy, and it, it gets me done with my job faster, yada, 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 um, and I didn't have time to call it off this time, because now I realize you're serious. And I thought that was really, like, an interesting, like, oh, okay, okay, it's not just he's still lying. It, it, this is the uh, turning point where he's like, hey, I didn't actually mean to lie this time. I just decided to lie three weeks ago, and now I regret it. <laughs> well, and then isn't this the point that he, like... So then gets... the Conquistador and his crew attack. Yes. And someone stabs Frank through the chest. Big spoiler. And um, he, he falls, falls down and hits and every branch and rock. And... comically. Like, it's supposed to be really, really serious. Comes across a bit funny to me. Because this yeah. guy that we've just started to really care about hits everything he possibly can. And they they make it seem like every single one of those is supposed to hurt. But it's like, I, it, if he's still alive, that's the most outlandish thing in the world. He should be absolutely obliterated. Which, then, huge spoiler, do you want to give it away? Turns out Frank's not dead. Uh, Lily finds him. Um, washed ashore. He's still breathing and moving. And she helps him stand up and she realizes there's still a sword through his chest. And her brother's there and the leader of the tribe is there. And the tribe leader says something along the lines of, I'm sick of 
doing this. I'm not doing it this time. In reference to pulling the sword out of his chest. So then Lily has to try and ends up doing it. And, and that, that joke went on for quite a while to me. Yeah, it, it, was it like, really did. No, you can't pull it out that way. Oh, ha, ha, ha. So then she tries again. No, you can't do it that way. And then she, and then she ends up having to put his foot or her foot on his chest and just pull it out. Yeah. And then it cuts to her like stitching him up and like, what are you? And how are you alive? And you don't bleed. And I think you breathe. Which if he's not bleeding, why, why do we have to stitch him up? Right. What happens if we don't stitch him up? Right. Has, so has has someone been there? Literally every time to stitch him up for the last 400 years? The tribe leader, probably. <laughs> I don't know. So is the tribe leader that old? <laughs> Maybe it's just something passed down in the tribe. I don't I, know. <laughs> there's just one <laughs> stitcher in the tribe for every generation. Just like, yeah, there's a weird guy, Frank. He constantly so needs to So then you get more backstory on Frank. And you find out he was with the conquistadors uh, that are now made out of bees and snakes and mud and trees. And he's just and made out of the rock. He's just, yeah. <laughs> and so you find out that he was on this expedition with that team and he ended up uh, not enjoying how evil the head conquistador had become. And so he stabs him and... But we do find out the head conquistador wanted to find the tears of the moon to save his daughter his daughter had like cancer or something like it really became this like oh have you as the audience not wanted him to get to it that makes you a bad person because his daughter's dying yeah does that make so, you feel audience and then you find out that like frank is 400 years old or just shy of 400 and that for hundreds of years him and the conquistadors kept just fighting and getting stabbed and Frank got sick of it, so then he trapped them in a cave that would keep them from seeing the river. So then the jungle had no choice but to trap them against these stone walls and turn them to stone for hundreds of years. And Frank has just been on the river. He tried for a couple hundred years to find the tears of the moon and then gave up and started giving river tours, I guess. Something like that, yeah. Um, which, that's another thing. If he hasn't aged for hundreds of years, how how long has he been indebted to Paul Giamatti? Right? When did Paul Giamatti get there and build a fleet of boats and be like, oh, there's already this guy here who's already sort of established himself as the boat guy. I'm gonna somehow, like, run him out of business and own his boat and, like, what? <laughs> there were so many things where it's like, and this is my backstory. And as an audience member, I was like, all right, I've got like 20 new questions that just arose. And Disney was like, oh, we're going to answer none of those. <laughs> yeah. So then you have basically more of the chase of the conquistadors after Lily and her crew uh, well, trying but... to get the arrowhead so that they can get to the tears of the moon. But then somehow the bee guy finds out where they all need to go so he sends a few bees over to german guy yeah and they tell him where it is so then he kills the bees and is like i'm not because actually he doesn't letting want to them share know. his info yeah and so yeah now all of a sudden he's like double crossing his evil villain friends which and somehow he gets a hold of mcgregor 
Yeah, how did he find McGregor? I don't even remember. Yeah. Um, and McGregor... No, it's McGregor that lets it slip to the German guy of where they're going. But the bee definitely lands on it the map. Did. So I, I think the bee showed him where they need to go, and McGregor showed them where the boat currently was, or something. I don't something know. Something like that. I don't but know. But yeah, for some reason, the bees tell him it's one very thing, convoluted. and McGregor tells him another, and for some reason, both are valuable to him. Um, but then he kills the bees, um, yeah. which, yeah. Um, the bees clearly have some sort of a weird, like, psychic link to their master, but the master so also strange. can't tell when they're viciously killed. <laughs> um so then they find the place that they need to be. Yep. Oh, backstory on Lily. She's afraid of swimming. Oh, yeah. She so also, yet again, this is one of those stories where the moon has to be in a certain spot and it's never in that spot, but tomorrow night it's in that spot. Yes. So not only do you need to find this, but now there's a ticking timer and you need to be there. And again, this never, ever happens. But you just happened to arrive like three days right before it happens. Perfect timing. And so now if you hurry, you can make it there in four hours. And that's exactly when the moon is going to be in the right place. (laughs) (laughs) So they find the place. Turns out that they have to swim down and like pull a lever. But Frank is too big to get into the space. So... Lily yeah, they, has they to do build it. The, the opening, uh, a Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> it's an it's Emily not, Blunt sized yeah, opening, one, not a Dwayne the Rock Johnson. It's one opening. Emily Blunt wide. It's not one <laughs> Dwayne Johnson wide. And so, she like goes in and. Oh. They breathe through so, each other's mouths. Yes. Like twice. Pretty yeah. much, he goes up, gets a bunch of air in his mouth, and then. They make out underwater. Frenches it into Emily Blunt's face. He just frenches the air into her. Uh, So she pulls the lever, makes Frank get attacked by piranhas, ends up opening it, and they find the The place. sunken Mayan temple. And as the water's draining out, they discover there's the submarine with german guy and mcgregor and his whole crew um yada 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 also we never mentioned that at some point early in the film german boy launches a missile at them and they multiple jump missiles the at boat. them well at the beginning they just shoot the one and they jump the boat and the missile goes under the boat and blows things up and that's in the trailer and it's it's early in the story it is yeah but it is redonkulous yes it is so yeah they find the place and gosh it's so yeah so uh, they find this mayan temple they get there and german guy is like how do you turn on the tree you gotta you gotta turn on the tree guys and so they go up and they find uh they find like this weird little hut thing with yeah with like hieroglyphics and i was like huh what a weird thing to set like halfway up this path and they were like no this is this is the end of the path this is where we need to get to and i was like oh i would have walked straight past that well and um, then she's like seeing these like hieroglyphics on the wall and like telling the story of the myth of the 
the tears of the moon and figuring out like because all of this oh. was read to her by tribal lady off the yeah. arrowhead. Well, and then they find out that the arrowhead is not actually an arrowhead. It's really a heart. So then... But a heart can only be fixed. You can't fix a heart if it's not broken. Yes. So then... That came out of nowhere. <laughs> Frank is like, obviously, I need to break the heart. <laughs> I so wished this movie ended with him snapping this relic in half and then being like oh nope that didn't work shit (laughs) so he snaps this arrowhead or this heart whatever you want to call it and there's like this ruby inside well i think some sort of gem i think it was that um is it part of a petal i don't even know break the arrowhead and then take out the heart and once the heart was out he was able to put the arrowhead back together but mm-hmm. now it fit correctly and looks more like an arrowhead and I then think. they had to place both in the arrowhead and the gem in different places and then that is what like brought Tr- about the, the tree yeah which for me which was really pretty by the way gorgeous cgi yeah uh, the the um um does i don't know it's not I'm sure it was all green screen, so that's not set design, but like the the concept for that tree, very very pretty concept, um, and therefore gorgeous execution. Um, Brava to the CGI artists over at Disney. Um, but uh, as as soon as the German guy was like, "How do you turn on the tree? Do what needs to be done to turn on the tree?" I was like, "I think just wait for the moon." And I well, would have missed the opportunity. After he did that, the Rock was like, "Hey." I'm only doing it if you promise me a pedal. Mm-hmm. And then Emily Blunt is like, I'm only doing it if you promise me a pedal too. And he's to like, which German boy is like, no, no, no. There's only, only one, one pedal. pedal on this tree that will be growing thousands and thousands of petals. And then she goes, fine, then I'll kill him. And they just give each other this look of like, Dwayne Johnson's knowing like, because she'll they have know. to kill me first. To which she says, oh, yeah. it's a deal. And German guy is like, I do not sense any double crossing plan in this. <laughs> so yeah, they turn on the tree. They, you know, activate the petals. They're glistening and shimmering and really pretty. And which... then the moon starts setting. Mm-hmm. So the petals start dying. They deactivate the tree immediately. Yeah. All these petals glow in the dark. It looks very much like an avatar tree. It does. Um, but purple. Um, and then as soon as the moon goes away, it just becomes a dead old normal earth tree. Yeah. Um, but real quick, um, earlier we see that the conquistadors, when they're saved by the natives, they're saved with the juice from moon tier petals or whatever. So, clearly the tribe has access to this tree. So, does that mean that every time they meet any sick people or anyone sprains an ankle, some member of this tribe has to go swim into this canal, pull a lever? Well, they haven't had the arrowhead, so they haven't even had access to it because the arrowhead was stolen. Well, no, when they saved the conquistadors. Oh, they did have it then. They did have it. Because uh, it got stolen They later. probably harvested them when the moon was right and just had access to them all the time. So, but in order to get there, 
they have to yeah. take the arrowhead, mm-hmm. swim underwater, pull a lever, let the water sink, uh, take a boat in, wait for the moon to be there, snap an arrowhead <laughs> again, put a piece here, put the heart there, tree turns on. It is the most dramatic ass vending machine for band-aids <laughs> I've ever seen in a movie. <laughs> and then how do they reseal all that again? <laughs> I don't know. And how, We're overthinking How this. do you go back into that hut? Pull the heart out, pull the arrowhead out, re-snap the arrowhead, put the heart back in, put the arrowhead back together. It's, it's... No un- one said it was easy. It's redonk. It is redonk. Um, but yeah. yeah, just the... I, I did love the concept that like every time that tribe is like... Mom, we were playing with the bow and arrow again, and Magoomba shot me in the leg. It's like, damn it. All right, uh, wait till the 14th of the month, and we'll go down and sink the water level, and we'll <laughs> snap the arrowhead, and we'll go heal your damn leg. <laughs> Just that this is one of their errands they have to do every once in a while. Like, <laughs> I, I love it. Um, but yeah, so all there are billions and billions billions of these petals on screen at some point in this movie and a minute of screen time later there They're is gone. one still remaining on screen which of course emily blunt is running after running she on gets these tree branches right as oh she yeah. gets the last petal just before the moon sets and kills it and so then German guy is trying to get the pedal from her and she, gosh, she drops it so the rock picks it up because he has, you know, gotten back on the boat. He's trained for years and years in and... the art of knowing exactly where a pedal is going to fall uh-huh. a thousand yards. And then he sneaks the pedal into the brother's pocket and... and he- Covers it in a makes bandana. Makes the brother yeah. get off the boat. And then he sends the jaguar with the brother and says that it's her job to protect him. And so then he... Says something dramatic about like, Lily would have been my world, which is a, a reference, yeah. just a conversation they had earlier. And so he's going basically to sacrifice himself. Because at this point, the conquistadors that are made out of different jungle creatures are chasing him and... Yeah, he sets the boat on autopilot or something. I don't even know. He's going to go, like, stop the river and sacrifice himself. Somehow he just so looks that... down river and is like, that's the support column that's keeping water in this place. What? <laughs> what are you talking about? How does he know that? How does How is any yeah. of this going to work? How does he know that his boat has enough stopping power to take out this column? Yeah. This column's been standing for, like, at bare minimum, bare minimum, 500 years. Yeah, and then Lily realizes right before the boat crashes that he doesn't have the pedal and that he's not going to be able to cure himself from this curse that he's been under for 400 years. And So, Ugh. crashes the boat, water goes away, uh, him and the conquistadors all... Because they can't see the uh, water now, and because the for the forest can't get them back to where the water is, it, they they all get turned to stone again. The uh, rock gets turned into a rock. 
the rock becomes the rock which was which was great i loved that moment um and uh then i believe your favorite part of the movie then happens (laughs) not my favorite part of the movie so proxima which is the name of the jaguar we're just gonna go with jaguar on this one okay um she has to watch her owner get turned to stone and she's so sad and like oh it broke my heart that's the part i almost cried at i don't cry in movies so i didn't actually cry but that one pulled at my heartstrings it was horrifically tragic like to the point it reminded me of there's a a moment in i believe it's uh terms of endearment i've never actually seen it but apparently there's a mother dying of cancer and then there's a close-up shot of like her daughter just crying at her mother's bedside in the hospital and it's just like it's so emotionally heartbreaking it's almost like abuse coming from the director. <laughs> and that's exactly how um, this Jaguar crying seemed to me. It just seemed like they wanted us to feel so much emotion so heavily that they were like, we know what to do. Do a close-up on a sad CGI animal just wanting its owner to not be dead. And it it uh, held on this crying leopard for so long that it just felt like they were trying so hard to ruin my life. Like, Luckily, she didn't have to watch her owner be dead for very long because Lily decides to sacrifice her career with this tear of the moon petal to save Frank. So... She puts the pedal in his stone mouth and he basically breaks free and they somehow how, how on their... How to put the pedal in his mouth? I don't know. <laughs> She's a botanist. Maybe they teach that in school. <laughs> um, so then they somehow get out of this deep Amazon rainforest. They get back to the town on this like... They man-made just, raft this that they're like time they've been pedaling. following the flow of the river and they row their way back yeah that's i want to say even if you are twain johnson that's about six months worth of <laughs> day and night rowing so they get back and they go back to england where you find out that Lily has been made a professor at Cambridge. And the movie ends basically the way it started, with her brother standing in front of this organization full of old white men that think that they're smarter than everybody else. Um, And him basically denying his sister's membership because they suck and they didn't believe her. And then she teaches Frank how to drive. And as soon as he uh, disrespects the association, every woman in the room applauds. I I don't know. Girl what... power. Yeah. I don't know. Like, are these women supposed to be like the spouses of the men down there? Like, are all of them just like, I've been waiting years to hear a man insult my husband. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. Um. So, yeah. And then we get to see them learning to drive and... 
and there's like this dramatic final shot. One thing I would like to touch on, uh, they row their little piece of a boat back to the docks of the main hub of the Brazilian jungle or whatever, and uh, they get off onto the docks, and Paul Giamatti's there, and um, as, as they're walking, uh, Lily and Frank and uh, Bubastis or whatever the cat's... McGregor? Uh, McGregor, but what's the cat's name? Proxima. Proxima, that's right. Um, all four of them are walking down this, this dock, and then it does this like dramatic slow motion shot, and it it seemed like I needed about three seconds of slow mo to really get the vibe of like, ooh, what a dramatic shot. They gave us about ten full seconds of slow mo. It was so long, and then we hear McGregor giving his um, like uh, response to the association. And, and it's, it, we hear him in the background, but we're still watching this slow-mo. They were just doing slow-mo for days. I think they just wanted us to see Frank and Lily holding hands to yes. be like, yeah, they're a couple now. See them holding hands. <laughs> All these guys are so badass. Trust us. Which I do not believe The Rock and Emily Blunt as a romantic couple. I really enjoyed their banter when they were just like working together, but... No, on the romance. Yeah, I feel like it's very difficult to write a uh, love story between The Rock and anyone. Simply because The Rock doesn't quite seem like a human man. Yeah. He seems like a man, but not a human one. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know what he's made out of, but it's, it's not person. Um... So, yeah, just looking through my notes, making sure I hit all of my stuff. Um, Oh, uh, I do feel like Frank's character, uh, with the dad jokes, with, like, the kind of humor that Frank is filled to the brim with, I feel like the script writers were actually looking for Ryan Reynolds. Yes. I feel like Ryan Reynolds could have killed the humor flavor of Frank. Yes. Um, Not that... I don't like Dwayne Johnson. I think he has let himself keep being typecast as a very similar personality over and over and over. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think he does okay at it. I think Ryan Reynolds um, can do dramatic better. And I definitely think he can do that kind of deadpan humor better. Also romance, too. Like, Mm -hmm. I could believe him and Emily Blunt a lot better than I could believe The Rock and Emily Blunt. Yeah. Um, Now, at some point, the movie's going to have to tell me that Ryan Reynolds is 500 years old and is friends with conquistadors. Don't know how well that would go over with me. Yeah. Honestly, seeing The Rock suddenly show up in a blatant wig and fake mustache and beard (laughs) that didn't go over well either um just like he suddenly comes over and uh conquistador boy is like oh my good friends francisco i need your help and the rock is like oh of course let let the skull cross the river (laughs) everything about (laughs) it was terrible not the accent he had um it, it was bad though um but uh yeah um so, I'm, I'm not 
saying that Ryan Reynolds would have totally fit that role, but I feel like just the delivery of lines, he he would have done a better job. Um, so, uh, with all that said, um, there's the story, uh, the acting. Overall, I thought the acting was fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, certain lines were delivered better than others. Um, some of the moments where the movie itself didn't get a laugh from me, uh, it got a laugh from the guy two rows in front of us. This and is so true. that got a laugh from me. Um, the special effects. What did you think of the leopard, panther, uh, Babastus, Proxima? Pro- <laughs> Proxima? Proxima. Um, I thought the CG was actually really good. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you could tell that Proxima wasn't real. Uh, you could definitely tell she was a CGI, but I didn't think it was terrible. I really liked the CGI on the Conquistadors. Yeah. Um, I thought that there were times where uh, the Conquistadors were clearly played by human beings on set, but their faces were blatantly coated in a CGI effect. And so it sort of took this, like, they're really there, but not really. And so, yeah, it, it wasn't perfect, um, but it wasn't terrible. Yeah. Um, yeah, the uh, pretty clearly this whole movie was filmed on green screen yeah. for the most part. I thought the backgrounds were great, which at this point Hollywood has proven they can kill it with CGI backgrounds. Oh, yeah. They can do that for days and days and days, not break a sweat, and it'll still look absolutely perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, I love watching those those videos on YouTube where it's like um, I'll... I'll see a, a shot from a movie and i'm like yeah they they clearly shot that in new york or something and then it pulls away everything that's fake and just shows me what's green screen and it's all green screen i'm like whoa i absolutely thought they were on location mm-hmm. um so yeah I've, I've always been impressed with that and this movie was no different um after special effects uh cinematography no complaints yeah thought the cinematography was fine um yeah. Uh, nothing too outstanding. But... Nothing too outstanding, but nothing too uh, boring. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, choreography of fights and things. Um, I I thought that the... when the, a little dancey to me. A little bit. Um, and when the conquistadors first attack the village, um, I, I thought the movement of the camera, the uh, distance between camera and subject... It was all just a bit too close and claustrophobic. And because of that, it took me quite a while to figure out what was going on. Mm -hmm. Um, I think they should have already established the four powers. Because trying to figure out that... uh, That they were different? Yeah, they're different. Um, There's more characters than just the snake guy. Because it seemed like you've got the captain and the rest of his crew died. Mm -hmm. And so German guy wakes him up and then... All of a sudden, there's other guys with him. I didn't realize he had other guys with him. Um, yeah. And so not only confusing. were there others, but also they're different from him. I For quite a while, I was like, oh, I thought he was made out of snakes. Apparently, he's made out of wood. Oh, I guess he can do both. Oh, and I guess he's also made out of mud. And I guess he's also made out of bees. Wait a minute. I think those are four different people. And yeah. then trying to establish what they can do with their powers. It, I feel like you pull the camera back a bit so that that is visually clear. You establish them in an earlier scene. It just tightens up your movie so that I'm not as confused in the moment. But that's just me. Um, after choreography, music. 
one moment of music There's that a I thought... a very distracting moment yeah, of music. When um, Frank is explaining what happened when they had their big falling out with the tribe and the conquistador attacked the, the tribe, the chieftain or whatever, um, the background music is... Loud. It's rock and music. Not... It's drums and guitar yeah. and not at all... Very out of place. Very, very much so. I was wanting to have already pulled up a sample of it so I could just hit play and be like, this is what it sounds like. But I didn't, so sorry. Um, I have not looked up any trivia. Sorry. Um, And uh, yeah. So scale of 1 to 10, I thought it was all right. Um, Not perfect, but uh, definitely watchable. Definitely fun. Uh, It's a good popcorn movie. Yeah. wouldn't put it as good as like Cruella. No. Um, I was I was definitely impressed with Cruella. Um, and I thought the acting in Cruella was very very good. Um, so yeah, of of Disney's more modern or uh, more recent films, um, not their best. I've definitely seen worse from yes. Disney. This is no Haunted Mansion. Um, this is but, no Dumbo. Yeah, <laughs> this is no Haunted Mansion. This is no Dumbo. But it's not quite. Pirates of the Caribbean 1. Yeah. Um, I agree. It's not Pirates 3, though. <laughs> so, thank goodness. Um, so, yeah. There you have it. That's our uh, review of uh, of Jungle Cruise. Um, any last words? Not that I'm going to kill you, but I'm going to turn <laughs> off the recording. Yeah. So, uh, you can find our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon Music, Google Podcast, and Radio Public. If you want to go ahead and give us a review, subscribe, comment, like. We also have an Instagram page, The Real Couple. Uh, you can go see our posts on there. Um, let us know what you thought of the movie because you just listened to us talk about it for the last hour. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, comment and let us know. Yeah. Um, also, I'm going to throw this out there. Um, If you, so uh, our last episode, Risky Business, that was a throwback episode. If there are any throwbacks you want us to review, um, maybe we've already seen it, maybe we haven't seen it yet. Um, But yeah, let us know uh, if if there are any movies that you're um, just dying to know what we think of. Um, So yeah, that could be fun as well. Um, You can uh, go... On our website and buy all of our merchandise, you know, a shirt, a hat, a jacket, um, you know, one of those uh, uh, yachts that we've engraved our, our name on the side of. Uh, I mean, when we're recording this, we don't have any of that available. But if you're listening to this in the future, when we have set up our website and we're selling merch, definitely do that. Um, but yeah, as of um, whatever, August 7th, August 2nd, um, 2021, we don't have any of that available yet. Um, but if it is available when you're listening to it, please buy our stuff. <laughs> All right. Uh, we will see you next time. Um, sounds like we do have some stuff coming down the pipeline. Um, we Just to give you a little uh, preview of what's to come, um, we're probably going to be seeing uh, Snake Eyes in the next few days. Um, uh, maybe Hard Water? Still Water. Still Water. Don't know if we'll do a review of that. Um but uh, yeah, and then uh, we're also going to be doing a little questionnaire, um, just sort of not about a movie, just about movies, just about TV shows, just about our love of storytelling in the media. Um, 
so yeah uh we've got a bunch of questions there um i'm really looking forward to doing that one um if you've got any uh questions you want us to answer comment on uh, one of our posts um stuff like that we'll we'll take a quick look at it um and maybe even add it to our list of of questions to answer um but again thank you so much for tuning in um like subscribe uh share uh tell your friends all that stuff um and just uh really want you guys to know we love you guys as our audience if you've stuck with us so far if this is the first episode either way thank you so much for listening all right uh take care and uh we are the real couple see you next time bye bye